Arizona, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader, Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset, brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing, proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals, 4 o'clock reset. All right, we got two biggies today. On any given day, either could lead the 4 o'clock reset. We're going to start with the one that happened the most recently because it certainly impacts tonight, and that is that Clippers star Kawhi Leonard has been ruled out for tonight's Game 3. This is ESPN's Om Yamdasuk, who said that Kawhi Leonard will not play. He's taken a couple spills in Games 1 and Game 2 and always gotten up, but he's played some heavy minutes. And uh, for the Clippers, look, this is just another instance where they've had another massive injury to their playoff fortunes. Woj from ESPN added the sprain happened in Game 1. Leonard played through it in Game 2. He is day-to-day before Game 4 on Saturday afternoon at 1230. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, this is uh, this experiment with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George is going to be a, a disaster in the end. I mean, they're paying about $335, $340 million for this year's team. That includes a, a hefty luxury tax of $150 million or so. Um, and they, they wanted to bring a championship. Four-year experiment, and uh, they haven't been able to get it done. And, and these injuries are the big reason why. The injuries to Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are the reason why. Yeah, it's likely that the Clippers will now start Terrence Mann along with Russell Westbrook, Nicholas Batum, Zubats and Eric Gordon, a second unit that includes Norman Powell, Mason Plumley, and Bones Highland, and you can expect lots and lots and I mean, lots go, of three pointers. Go tonight. over that starting unit again. Uh, Terrence Mann, Russell Westbrook, yeah. Nicholas Batum, yeah. Avika Zubats, and Eric Gordon. That's the lineup you play at the end of the season when you have nothing to play for. <laughs> Your team has nothing to play for. No, you can't win with that lineup. It's going to be really, really tough for them. You can't to win, win with that. that you can't win with that really lineup. Tough for them to win with that lineup. There's no doubt about it. You know me. I'm just protecting my heart a little. I bit know here. you are. Gambo. I'm being a realist. They uh, can't win with that lineup. The Arizona Diamondbacks and now they can win. God himself answered Gambo's prayers this morning as the Arizona Diamondbacks DFA'd designated for assignment pitcher Madison Bumgarner. Here's Mike Hayes in the GM. Recent performance over the first part of the season in totality kind of adding up start after start try to lay through long as we could knowing that we wanted it to turn around. We didn't see that as of yesterday and so we made the ERA over 10 in the four starts that he made so far this season. It was a disaster. I was adamant that he had pitched his last game as an Arizona Diamondback. I didn't know anything at the time. I truly believed it. I did follow through and text everybody I knew in that organization to get rid of him. So um, it was time. I mean, he can't pitch. He can't get major league hitters out. He's throwing a bunch of meatballs up there. And the reason you do it for for certain is because you've got a good team. What'd you say the record is? 10 and 5 when he doesn't pitch? Correct. You're 10 and 5 when he doesn't. You can't give away a game every fifth day. Absolutely the right decision. I applaud the Diamondbacks organization for eating the contract and moving on from this uh, mess of a, and of a contract. You tweeted out something about how he took the news professionally. You had heard that he took the yeah. news very professionally. Yeah, yes, he was contacted by you know by the GM um, this morning and told what was going to happen when he was designated for assignment. He was very professional, is what I was told. He apologized to the organization for his performance and said he completely understands why they're doing it. Completely understands why they're doing it. So that was the interaction today when Madison Bumgarner was given the news. Totally professional, apologized for his performance, and said he completely understands why they've made this decision. Mike Hazen also said they did not consider moving him into the bullpen. Now the Diamondbacks are back home tonight. They're at Chase Field. They're taking on the San Diego Padres who are getting back Fernando Tatis Jr. tonight. He will be leading off and playing 
playing in right field. So not only does he return after the PED suspension, yeah. he's in the leadoff position, and he's in his new position in the field. He's playing in How right field. How Xander about Bogarts that? Xander Bogarts is a shortstop Bogarts, there now. It was always the thought that Bogarts could move to second. The Diamondbacks, when they were interested in Bogarts, knowing that Jordan Lawler was their future at short, they had interest in Bogarts, but of course it would have had, so many things would have had to happen. That's why it didn't happen. But part of it would have been Bogarts would have had to move eventually to second base. Ryan Nelson gets the start for the Diamondbacks. That's the 641st pitch between the D-backs and the San Diego Padres. You'll hear it on ESPN 620. Last night in the NBA, both teams missing their superstars. John Morant for the Grizzlies and Giannis for the Bucks, And both teams without their superstars won. Memphis took down the Lakers by 10, 103-93. Game high 22 and 13 boards from Xavier Tillman. LeBron had 28 in the loss. The Bucks, meanwhile, without Giannis, Ooh. beat the Heat. They were led by 24 from Drew Holiday and 25 from Brooke Lopez. Every starter for Milwaukee scored at least 13 points, and the Bucks attempted an NBA record 79 three-pointers in last night's game. <laughs> it was closer to 49, it was, actually. It was close enough. 25 out of 49 tied the NBA record for three-point uh, three baskets in a postseason game. They scored 138 points. They didn't even have Giannis. The most points in a game by a team without their leading scorer in NBA postseason history. Jamal Murray and Anthony Edwards, they traded 40-point performances last night. Denver beat the Timberwolves, giving the one seed a okay. two games to none lead. That's the story, because that's who the Suns are going to play next if they get by the Clippers, which they should. They're going to play a Denver team that is now getting one of their key players back to playing at a level that uh, that he was great at. He had two 50-point games, two, in the bubble playoffs for the Denver Nuggets. And then he comes up and he has that great performance last night. Denver's up 2 nothing, complete control. But the big story really is how well Jamal Murray is playing. I would agree, and it would behoove the Suns to get through their series against the Clippers as soon as they possibly can because it doesn't look like it's going to take Denver very long to get through the Minnesota series. Tonight, four games, uh, three games on tap, I should say. Obviously, Suns, Clippers at 7.30. Sixers and the Nets at 4.30. That game's set to begin in about 20 minutes. Sixers are up two games to none. The Kings are up two games to none. Now that series against Golden State shifts back to the Bay Area. It starts at 7. No Draymond Green for Golden State tonight, serving the one-game suspension for stomping all over DeMontis. I mean, this is like he was a doormat. This is their season. They lose their yes, done. They're, they're not done. coming back from 3 nothing, And especially when you got to go light the beam in Sacramento. It's like, you know, they, they, their only hope is to win the three games in, in Golden State and try to steal one in Sacramento. I don't think they can do it. Big news today in Major League Baseball. The Oakland A's have signed a binding agreement to purchase land near the Vegas Strip where they intend to construct a Major League ballpark. The Oakland A's might soon one day be the Las Vegas A's. 49-acre site. It's owned by a resort company, the parent company of Station Casinos. Understandably, I would imagine there'd be some property developed around the ballpark site, right, to make your money back. Oh, of course. Um, so it looks like the Oakland A's, and it doesn't appear as if Oakland's going to put up much of a fight for them. It seems like this is where this is going to go, and this is where... Now, where they play in the interim becomes the really big question. Do they stay in Oakland? Are they oh, kicked man. out? Do they go play in their AAA stadium in Vegas for a few years? Well, they build, I was reading a big story today about, okay, now what? Where do you go play if you're the A's? And I think some people think they could go to Vegas and play in their minor league stadium. It's always sad to me when a legendary organization, and people may not think that the A's is good, but when I was a kid growing up, it was Reggie Jackson, Joe Rudy, Sal Bando, Vita Blue, Raleigh Fingers, 
Bert Campanaris. I mean, the A's were legendary, man. They were legendary when I was a kid growing up, the Oakland A's. So to see them lose their team, to me, it's really sad. Mets Max Scherzer has been suspended 10 games, fined 10 grand for having an illegal substance on his glove. He argued that. that. He, says, well, he, are, he was like, you yeah, guys are crazy, sure man. That's only rosin and sweat. That's he, all that is. He sure did. He's, uh, so 10 games for him. It's going to be two starts that it looks like he is going to miss. From the NFL, might be a big deal to some. It might be no big deal to others. The Arizona Cardinals are expected to reveal their brand new jerseys tonight. For an organization that hasn't changed their look in, what, 15 years? For 15 their, years? For their sake, with all the bad news that's happening, I, I hope people like this. I hope it's a home run. They need something positive you going on in this organization. That is the best take I've heard about it all day. I, I don't know if the jerseys are going to be great or not. I, I really don't. I have no idea. I tend to think they're going to be more subtle tweaks than anything else. I hope you're right, because this organization, frankly, could use some good press. They haven't gotten a lot of it at all this year. They could use a nice little bump from, hey, you know what? You know those, what? Are not, those are pretty nice. Those things look pretty those good. Not bad. And look, for those who don't get that jacked up about uniforms, you, I get it. I really do. It, it, uh, you obviously care more about the guys in the jerseys than you do the jerseys, but a cool uniform reveal, the Suns in the Valley jersey a couple years ago, yeah. the Suns in their 90s throwback jerseys this year, you do it right and you can get a fan base that goes, ooh, yeah, I like that. I want one of those. It it can matter to fans. You think and they- today, today is 18 years to the day since they last revealed new jerseys. April 20th in 2005 wow. was the last time they revealed new jerseys. Hey, how old were you then? I was six. The last time they had new jerseys, you were six. Six, six years old. Kurt Warner modeled them. Larry Fitzgerald modeled them. I think A-Dub modeled them, if I remember. Who, who models them tonight? Beyond Kyler, that's the... Not Buddha. Not DeAndre. Oh, that's a great question. Who, who's, who's, who's breaking who, out the jersey? I mean, DJ Humphreys carried in the, the case. Okay, so, so DJ, I have to imagine he's DJ there. DJ Humphreys is there. Is Kyler there? I mean, they've got some guys, certainly. James uh, Conner feels James like an easy pick. Hollywood Brown. How about Jonathan Gannon? That's the new tease. Is now coaches have to wear uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's happening tonight at an event. I imagine they'll hit social media sometime after that. 